It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Connection Revealed, Part 27. September 23rd. 2063. Safe House, Forest, North American Province. 1 a.m. local time. Michelle smiled as she watched the beam of flashlights in the distance. The fire blue soldiers were looking for her in the wrong direction. She would be safe for a while. Idiots, Michelle thought, shaking her head. She couldn't believe how incompetent Eleanor Lux's people were. She almost felt sorry for the rebel leader. If these were the soldiers Lucas had to rely upon, she wouldn't stand a chance against the global army when it finally attacked. And yet, they've beaten us many times in the past, Michelle thought. She felt a bit dizzy as she squatted down, hiding in the bushes about a quarter of a mile from the cabin. Her breathing was still rapid from running over, though she had moved relatively slowly in order to make less noise. I'm out of shape, Michelle thought. Perhaps she had skipped the gym one too many times since taking over command at the base. There was always some crisis to manage or security breach to respond to so Michelle rarely got to finish her gym routine. In the distance, she heard one of the guards yell something, but she couldn't make out what he had said. At present, there were only two or three of them searching for her, but that would change soon, she suspected. She needed to come up with a plan before reinforcements arrived. Should I stay or should I go? Michelle pondered, pursing her lips before smiling. She didn't know what was going on in her head, but she kept feeling a bit giddy, despite the dire situation she was in. Perhaps it was due to the adrenaline, or maybe it was the recollection of Jade's lips against hers. She quickly shook off that thought. What would Jade do? Michelle thought instead. Where would she go? A tiny pinch and a sudden itch caused her to lose focus again. She cursed and scratched at her leg. These damn mosquitoes were following her everywhere, making it feel like she was in a swamp rather than a forest. This is ridiculous, she whispered to herself, still scratching. 
I should have just let them take me to the pond. Damn, when did you get so whiny? A voice inside her head commented. Michelle was alone, and yet she felt as though someone had just reprimanded her. But instead of getting irritated, she chuckled. For an instant, she felt like she was beginning to lose her sanity entirely. But then she thought of Jade again. She'd tease me about all of this, Michelle knew. She'd find it hilarious to see me sitting here. This brought her back to what she should do next. Michelle hadn't thought any of this through, and now she had to improvise. Where even to start? She had no idea of where she was or where she could go. Do I find a safe spot to hide, or do I keep moving? She asked herself, her eyes still fixed on the searching beams of light in the distance. You freeze, Jade had told Michelle. It had been insult enough to Michelle to know that there was some truth to it. In the past few days, Michelle had repeatedly hesitated, refusing to abandon a plan that was no longer feasible. As Jade pointed out, this was part of the reason why they had been taken prisoner by the rebels. Okay, so don't freeze, Michelle told herself. But then she cocked her head. Since when had she started listening to what Jade said? Why would she consider anything the scientists said as good advice? Was there really any reason to? Michelle scratched her leg again. The spot where the mosquito had bitten her was swelling up. Scratching would only make it worse, and Michelle forced herself to put her hand back on her knee. She cleared her throat softly and closed her eyes, attempting to clear her mind. Everything had become a chaotic jumble ever since she had encountered Jade. The mess started the exact moment the scientist had appeared at her door. That's what love does, the snide voice in her head commented. Michelle pushed it away again. Where would I go if I did try to keep moving? She thought, chewing on her lower lip. She had to at least consider all options before she could rule any of them out. Michelle looked around the area. The forest was very dense in places, and she had no idea if anyone lived in or around it. Her eyes focused on the clearing around the cabin. A vehicle was parked at the edge. It was a car, and Michelle had no clue how to drive a car. Stealing it seemed nearly impossible. And even if she were able to, she might not get very far with it. Michelle slowly nodded, ruling out the option of trying to move away from the cabin. She had to stay in the area and wait for Jade to come back. Surely they would have to bring her back here at some point, wouldn't they? Unless they keep her locked up in the city, flashed through Michelle's mind. She rubbed her neck and noticed that her skin was clammy. She admonished herself again for being out of shape. Her heart rate wasn't coming down much either. She shook her head in annoyance. Okay, so where can I hide? She thought, absent-mindedly scratching her leg again. She stopped in surprise and looked down. Her leg had swollen even more. There wasn't much light, but she thought she could see the bump on her leg. When she touched it, her skin felt hot. Shit, she said quietly. Fucking mosquito. Michelle cleared her throat once more. It felt oddly constricted. She gingerly rubbed her chest, attempting to remain calm. Surely the mosquitoes here weren't any different from back home. She had never had this kind of response to a bite before. How bad could this get? She wondered, 
her heart now racing even more. September 23rd, 2063. Presidential Residence, San Francisco, Fire Blue Territory, North American Province. 1 a.m. local time. Al forced a smile and quickly shut the door behind her. Hey, baby, why are you up in the middle of the night? I could ask you the same thing, Louise replied, wrapping her arm around Elle. And I missed you in bed. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Elle stammered, her heart thumping in her chest. Are, are you okay? As they hugged, Elle wondered if Louise could feel her nervousness. Had she seen Jade? She must have. Hopefully, she wouldn't ask about the scientist. Ah, oh, I'm much better now. Louise sighed, tightening her grip around Elle. Good, Elle said for lack of something better to say. Good. Had Louise really come downstairs in the middle of the night for a hug? She had done this in the past on a couple of occasions, but never whilst Elle was in a meeting. Usually, Elle didn't mind at all. This time, though, Louise coming downstairs was the last thing she wanted. Sorry for interrupting your meeting, Louise said. I had no idea you had a guest. Why wasn't there anyone at my door? Elle wondered suddenly as Louise's words still lingered on the edge of her mind. Carmen knew how important discretion was in this situation. Hadn't she put people around the hallways to stop anyone from coming close to Elle's office? It's all right, Elle finally said to Louise, although part of her didn't mean it. You are always the most important thing in my life. She did mean that, and it drove away her irritation with her team. Louise chuckled. <laughs> thing? Elle tilted her head in confusion before smiling. Person. Louise squeezed her again. Mm, I can feel it. It took Elle a moment to understand what Louise meant. The muscles in her shoulders relaxed somewhat as soon as she did. Good. I never want you to feel like you're not important. I just need a few more seconds and then I'll let you go back in there. Louise said softly, nuzzling Elle's neck. Mm, let's make it at least a minute. Elle replied with a smile, stroking Louise's back. For a few moments, all she felt or heard was Louise. It was as if some higher power had hit pause on her life so she could remember what really mattered. But guilt soon ruined the moment. It crept up through Elle's body and nestled in her throat. She was hiding so much from her lover. Louise, who was in her arms feeling warm and looking ruffled from sleep. Louise, who trusted her enough to come ask for a hug that she needed. Are you okay? Louise asked, pressing her cheek against Elle's. You seem tense all of a sudden. I I'm okay, Elle lied, nuzzling Louise's nose. I'm okay. I'm just sad I have to go back in there. Do you think you'll be long? Louise asked, squeezing Elle's hand. I hope not. Al replied, but then was distracted by the sound of footsteps behind them. She spun around and saw that Carmen was heading their way. When the head of security saw Louise, her face turned white instantly, and Al too stiffened. Carmen wouldn't be here unless there was an update on Michelle Becker. 
I'll go back up, Louise said before either Elle or Carmen could say anything. I'll be there as soon as I can, Elle said. She kissed Louise, probably a bit too enthusiastically. Louise smiled and squeezed Elle's hand one more time. Elle and Carmen watched as Louise climbed up the stairs to the first floor and disappeared out of sight. They both let out a sigh of relief. Yes, Elle asked Carmen, her hands shaking slightly. She didn't know how much longer she could keep it together. You're not going to believe this, Carmen said, a smile tugging at her lips. We've got Becker. She turned herself in. Are you serious? Elle asked, overcome with relief. Carmen nodded. She basically walked back to the cabin, calling out for the guards. What? Elle stammered, thinking this all too good to be true. She demanded they help her. Seems like she had some kind of allergic reaction to a bug bite and felt the need for medical attention. Carmen continued, shaking her head. Elle stiffened. What sort of allergic reaction? Carmen snickered. <laughs> her leg was swollen and her eyelids too, by the time they put her in the car. Alarmed, Elle asked. In a car? I mean, is she all right? I'm sure she is, Carmen said. They took her to the hospital straight away and gave her something on the way that should have halted the allergic reaction. The hospital? Elle repeated, the tips of her ears prickling with fear. Carmen nodded slowly. Yes, it's protocol. You know how these bug bites can cause serious complications. There was only one large hospital in rebel territory. It sat in the middle of San Francisco. The hospital in the city? Elle asked slowly. Yes, Carmen replied. Where else could we take her? Look, I know this isn't what you wanted, but we had no choice. Elle took a step back and closed her eyes. Michelle Becker had found a way to get to the city, and Elle hadn't even seen it coming. This was part 27 of Connection Revealed. I could not create this story without the support of patrons around the world, of people who send gifts on the website, and people who tell their friends about the podcast. So thank you so much to everyone who supports the lesbian romantic. It means the world to me. That is all for this week. Thank you so much for spending time with me, and I will see you soon.